There I dreamed and I saw myself changing into a stag in a dream and I felt in a dream the beating of a new heart within me and in dream I arched my neck and braced my powerful limbs. I woke from the dream and I was that which I had dreamed. I stood a while stamping upon a rock with my bristled head swung high breathing through wide nostrils all the savour of the world for I had come marvellously from decrepitude to strength. I had writhed from the bonds of age and was young again I smelled the turf, and I knew for the first time how sweet that smelled. And like lightning, my moving nose sniffed all the things to my heart and separated them into knowledge. Long I stood there, wringing my iron hooves on stone and learning all things through my nose. Each breeze that came, came from the right hand or the left, brought me a tail, and the wind carried me the tang of wolf, and against that smell I stared and strained. A wind carried me the tang of wolf, and against that smell I stared and stamped. And on a wind there came the scent of my own kind, and at that I bellowed. So loud and clear and sweet was the voice of the great stag. With what ease my lovely note went lifting, and with what joy I heard the answering call. With what delight I bounded, 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 light as a bird's plume, powerful as a storm, untiring as the sea. Here now was the ease in ten yards springlings, with a swinging head, with the rise and fall of a swallow, with the curve and flow and urge of an otter in the sea. What a tingle dwell about my heart, what a thrill spun to the lofty points of my antlers, how the world was new, how the sun was new, how the wind caressed me. With unswerving forehead and steady eye I met all that came, the old lone wolf lit sideways, snarling and slunk away. The lumbering bear swung his head of hesitation and thought again. He trotted his small red eye with him to a nearby break. The stags of my race fled from my cocky forehead or pushed back and back until their legs broke under them and I trampled them to death. I was beloved, the well-known, the leader of the herds of Ireland. And at times I came back from my boundings about Ira with the strings of my heart drawn to Ulster and standing away my wide nose took the air, while I knew with joy, with terror, that men were blown on the wind. A proud head hung to the turf then, and the tears of memory rolled from a large bright eye. At times I drew near, delicately, standing among thick leaves or crouched in long-grown grasses, and I stared and mourned as I looked on men. For Named and four couples had been saved from that fierce storm, and I saw them increase and multiply until four thousand couples lived and laughed and were riotous in the sun. For the people of Named had small minds but great activity. They were savage fighters and hunters. Well, one time I came, drawn by that intolerable anguish of memory, and all those people were gone. The place that I knew them was silent, and the land where they had moved, there was nothing of them but their bones and that glinted in the sunshine. Old age came on me there. Among those bones, weariness crept into my limbs. My head grew heavy, my eyes dim, my knees jerked and trembled, and there the wolves dared chase after me. I went again to the cave that I had been my home when I was an old man. One day I stole from the cave to snatch a mouthful of grass, where I was closely besieged by wolves. They made their rush, and I barely escaped from them. They sat beyond the cave, staring at me. I knew their tongue, I knew all that they said to each other, and all that they said to me. But there was yet a thud left in my forehead, a deadly trample in my hoof. They did not dare come into the cave. Tomorrow, they said, 
we will tear out your throat and gnaw on your living haunch.